This is Points North, a show about the land, water, and inhabitants of the Upper Great Lakes. I'm Dan Wanshura. Most salmon live for about four to five years. At the end of their lives, they return to the rivers where they were born. They lay eggs, and then they die. This is called the salmon run. It happens every year around this time, and it's a popular time for anglers. During the run, the State Department of Natural Resources increases patrols looking for illegal fishing known as snagging. Snagging isn't allowed in Michigan, but some anglers think it should be. Reporter Max Copeland has the story. Temperatures are dropping, salmon are running, and people in over-the-shoulder waders are standing knee-deep in the river. The big attraction? Catching salmon. At 9 a.m., Brittany Gatchel walks up the 200-plus steps at Tippy Dam in Brethren with two king salmon in tow. She's been fishing since 10 p.m. last night. It's either sunrise and they're biting or sunset, you know, where there's no direct sunlight or heat on them. So you sleep during the day and fish all night. In order to catch a fish legally, the angler has to hook the fish inside the mouth. Dana Matthews has been fishing at Tippy Dam for 45 years. I had uh, two on, lost both of them. I think they was kind of snagged in the side. Snagging happens when the hook lands somewhere on the fish's body rather than inside their mouth. The practice used to be legal in Michigan, but was eventually outlawed in the mid-90s. The concern is that snagging gives anglers too much of an advantage and can lead to over-harvesting. Paul Stowe works for the DNR at the Platte River State Fish Hatchery. Their uh, removal of, of so many fish uh, was pretty detrimental to some of the fisheries and some of the locations that are popular, and so that, that practice was discontinued. Besides the effect that it has on salmon populations, other anglers argue snagging is abhorrent. The first season I found these people doing that, and I thought it was the most barbaric thing I'd ever seen. Chuck Hawkins is a fly fishing guide from Traverse City. He says spawning salmon generally don't eat. The reproductive organs grow and their stomachs shrink. They may bite the hook, but it's usually out of aggression and not hunger. Hawkins says that's why some anglers try to hook the fish wherever they can. But, he says, it's not a fair fight. If you're a sportsman with any ethics, that's not ethical. Fishing and hunting are supposed to be about fair chase. The DNR doesn't keep an official count of the number of salmon snaggings, but in its bi-weekly reports, conservation officers observed about 100 snagging-related incidents over the 2018 through 20 salmon runs in Michigan. But many anglers claim the real number is much higher. No, that's fine. Just use your card. Save your cash. 50-50 Not everyone thinks snagging is bad sportsmanship, though. You guys ever got a ticket doing the salmon stuff? No. Okay, I'm just, I'm just asking. I got public radio here. Gordon Parks owns Andy's Tackle Box and Brethren. He used to snag salmon back when it was legal in Michigan. Parks says a lot of his customers want to see snagging laws become more lenient. They just want to catch a fish, and if the fish ain't going to bite, no matter what they throw at them, then where, where's the equity? Where do we get that person something in return for all the money they spend? Because salmon don't bite much this time of year, Park says snagging is the only way for an angler to really be successful. And when a fish does get hooked in the mouth, he says that the angler 
just got lucky and set the hook in the right place. Although that's legal, Parks argues that that, too, is really just another form of snagging. You're going to hook them in different places. You just keep letting them go. Eventually, they get one in the mouth, and they keep it. But the one that was in the mouth was still snagged, too. See, there's the game. The way Parks sees it, relaxing rules on snagging would almost guarantee fish for anglers. That would bring more of them to northern Michigan, which would benefit his shop and others in the economy. Plus, he argues, the fish are going to die anyway and stink up the river. But Paul Stowe with the DNR worries if too many salmon are taken before spawning, it could destabilize the population again. If you're removing fish, they cannot be reproductively successful. And so, you know, in certain circumstances, uh, especially when you make it that easy for people to take those fish out of the river, uh, that may be detrimental to the future fisheries. Stowe says maintaining those fisheries is expensive, but worth it. Salmon make up a big part of Great Lakes recreational fishing, and it's already a big moneymaker for local economies. According to the Great Lakes Fisheries Commission, commercial, recreational, and tribal fisheries together are valued at more than $7 billion annually. For Points North, I'm Max Copeland. And that wraps up the show this week. You can catch Points North on Interlochen Public Radio or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Dan Wanshura. Thanks for listening.